So I got something interesting in the mail today. Okay. It was a thank you note. You know who it was a thank you note from? Oh, probably Kimberly. It was a thank you note from Kimberly. And Van. Well, Kimber's and Van. So I noticed this. Well, I didn't notice it. Katie noticed it. I noticed it on the thank you card that showed up today. So, you know, obviously we talked about it. We were together last week for a little while. Yeah. And it was the first time we've been able to be face-to-face in quite a while, and uh, especially since the news came out of, of us expecting. So you guys were very nice, very gracious, gave us a, uh, a nice little, uh, you know, gift card to Target and some stuff and had a nice little card and the whole thing. The girls definitely take way better care of that. But it's really funny. Kimberly has such good handwriting and everything. It has it all written out, and it's Kimber's. And then you come in. With three letters and an exclamation point. <laughs> and then we got the thank you card today for, for us, you know, giving you guys some stuff last week. And same thing. It's all Kimberly. And all- then you didn't even have the same color this time, Pen. You had a completely different color that just stood out. Like, it's great handwriting and then chicken scratch that says man. Not, and it makes me, it made me laugh so it's much. It's not chicken scratch necessarily. <laughs> it's it, not, ain't, it ain't pretty. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Also, <laughs> I've only got three letters to prove myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, is that why you add the exclamation point? Is that why? I you mean, put it there? I think I put it there to be like, "Hey, I'm enthusiastic about my little part of this letter," because <laughs> she is uh, by far more thoughtful than I am. I'm thoughtful. I'm just not. I don't have that. She is. Yeah, she's all about it. She's very, very good at I'll that just stuff. Tell you, thank you. Like you know, like that's as far. That's as far as like guys. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate that. That was nice. Any, uh, any other, I, I have some follow-up stuff from last week too, but any, anything else on your end? Oh no, I just wanted to, to, to pull your leg on that one for a second. So, uh, Evan, who, uh, who was a, a large part of our episode last week is going to join us next week. Uh, he's going to be an official guest on the podcast. Uh, he's going to come jump in the office here with me. Um, but he had been pushing me and pushing me and pushing me to watch this TV show invincible on Amazon prime. It's a, it's a superhero show. And that's, first, the, car, that's the cartoon. It's one, right? a cartoon, right? So at first I'm sitting here and I'm like, uh, I'm not really, it's not really my thing. And he even said like, he knew, he knew where I was going to be at. He's like, it's a cartoon, but just look, just watch the first episode, give it a chance, get to the very end of the first episode. And I think you'll be hooked. And he was not wrong. It did not disappoint. I will give my recommendation on this. I just finished it today. Um, and uh, eight episodes, they're like 45 minutes a pop. And wow, you're talking about, it's got shades of the boys. It's got shades of Marvel. There's a lot of characters that you're going to kind of recognize, but they're different. So it's like, I wouldn't say it's a spinoff and it's not really like a parody necessarily. Like it's its own thing. It was really, really well done has some huge actors in it. Seth Rogen plays a little part. Walter, oh. uh, Walton Goggins, Walter Goggins, the guy from, uh, sons of anarchy. He's done a ton of stuff. Vice principals, all that stuff with Danny McBride. Do you know, oh, do you know yeah, the, yeah, do you know the yeah, vice yeah. principal that is his vice principal in that? Yeah. The, like the dude that played justified. Yeah. In justified too. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yes. And then, uh, Oh, who's the main character? I knew I was going to mess this up. Uh, well, Glenn from walking dead, is the main character. Okay. Do you remember Glenn? And then yep. his uh, father, like the big superhero, is played by... Oh, he's in everything. Uh, I'm going to IMDb this real fast. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's It's everything. definitely... Paul Rudd never, never <laughs> ages either. Um, it's true. 
Hold on one second. It's gonna be the gotta first. Be it's gotta be the first guy. Here we go. J.K. Simmons. Oh, dude, I love J.K. Yeah, Simmons. He is. He is I awesome. He he was in one of the. I mean, he was the editor in like one of the first Spider Men. Dude, so, yeah, he was, he was, he's legit. Whiplash is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Yes, exactly. So anyways, I just, with superheroes on the brain, I wanted to, to close that out with, uh, that was another one that I got recommended to. If you're listening to us, get on that. It is, if cartoons are your thing, you're going to love it. If they're not your thing, you're probably also going to love it. So I, I would recommend it. You got to check it out. No, that's pretty sweet. Actually, I want to hit on something that you just said real quick. If you're listening to us, our listeners are growing. Our are. listeners are growing. We're, we're, we're ordering better production equipment now. We're starting to, you know, take this thing up a little bit. So I'm going to very humbly say share it. Share us as much and as many times as you can in all ways, any ways, up ways, down ways, sideways. I don't care. Share us. Get us out there. Help us, uh, help us continue to spread and talk to more people. Uh, so that way we can get, uh, you know, get some more intel from more people, get some more questions, make it more collaborative, make it a little bit more fun. I mean, we're, we're, we're getting, we're getting a little bigger than I thought either one of us think we, we would have been at this point. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Now also, uh, I have not talked to you about this, but here we are, we're doing it now. So, um, I, I posted a little teaser next Tuesday at six 30, we are recording with Evan and we're going to go Instagram live with our talking BS, um, mm. stream We're we're going like uncomfortable. It. This is not something that I thought I would be doing or be down for, but here we are. We're taking step. We're stepping out. Um, so I, I threw it. I threw a little teaser out there today, and uh, so if you want to ask us questions live in the middle of our recording, we'll we'll be streaming the whole thing. I don't know how the audio is going to work for that. I'm guessing you'll just log on as well. We're you know we're just gonna we're figure gonna it out. we're gonna figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And if it crashes and burns, we'll never do it again. You know? Hey, it'll be fun watching. It'll be fun watching it crash and burn. I've been told that Twitch is a thing that we need to get on, or uh, TikTok as well. TikTok, Twitch. You know, we're just kind of we're gonna roll with the Listen, times. If you guys have, and we're open for recommendations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If if you got some suggestions, just let me know. Um, I have a suggestion for myself. That's take more Claritin all the time right now. Pollen is yeah. just wrecking me. So if I feel a little stuffy, if you hear a little sniffles going on this this episode, it's because Pollen's got me. Dude, I got I got back. So I got it's back. It's not COVID. Flew in, I last, <laughs> flew in last night. Finally back from like two weeks being gone. And uh, car was left at the airport. It was at completely yellow when I showed back up. It was disgusting. I felt Ooh. I felt. Oh, that's it. Yeah, the, all the cars are yellow. Uh, they're yellow, and my grass is like up to my knee now. Um, you know, you can't you can't leave a yard on mode for for that long. And I feel really bad. I'm that yeah. neighbor right now. I'm, I'm that neighbor until we get to this weekend where I can actually take care of it. And I'm, I'm very ashamed. So I do apologize to all of my neighbors. None of them listen to this, but I apologize. Well, maybe they should listen to it, Corey. Maybe you should post you know a sign. What? <laughs> I'm going to put a sign in my yard. You know what? We're actually, so we are building a, uh, like a community playground, like in, in the, in the neighborhood. I'm going to make like a donation to make it be like the talking BS. I was about uh, to say, playground. are they, are we sponsoring the playground? <laughs> we're about to sponsor. We're about to sponsor a little kid's playground. It's about to happen. Not necessarily, I'm going to make this hey, happen now. not necessarily in our target target audience, but maybe the parents, you know what I'm saying? Listen, <laughs> I'm going 18 to 34, you know, whatever we can get, think, you know, maybe there's some older brothers and sisters in there. I think let's, our, let's see what we can do. Our, our target audience is like 25 to 35. That's it. 
or 37 or something yeah. like that. But yeah, um, we're, we're expanding. We'll get there. Yeah. We're working <laughs> on it. But any, any suggestions you guys have for, you know, getting us some reach or getting some honestly just random listeners. We're all, we're all ears. So we would like to be all ears about getting more ears to listen to our mouths. That's a weird way of saying that. <laughs> that was a weird way of saying that. You know who else talks really weird like that, but gets a lot of people to listen. Hey, Mr. Musk. Elon Musk. Elon like, Musk. Like that that's so that was a perfect, so perfect transition. Um, so Elon Musk was on the brain. He's he's on everybody's brain these days. It seems like he's doing a lot of stuff. But more importantly, he was on SNL two weekends ago, and uh, it was. Uh, I watched most of it. By this point, I've actually watched probably like eighty percent of the show. Which SNL is kind of one of those things I'm kind of in and out on. Do you watch it? Like. Normally, or I, I like watch- watching a lot of the clips. Gotcha. Like, uh, and then it, like, if it's somebody big that I really care about and really want to watch, I'll go through and watch it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously having Hulu and stuff, it's like, it's one of my favorites. So it just, it automatically syncs and downloads. Uh, but for Elon Musk, yeah, I saw, I don't know if I've seen 80%. I've probably seen about 50%. I've seen yeah. about half of it. Uh, I really, he was surprisingly better than I thought he would be. So good. I, th- I thought. Um, his mom disappointed me very much. I wish she would have just been left out of it. Yeah, we talked about this la- last weekend. You were pretty adamant about the fact that his mom was bad. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she's, she's just not, she's not good. Didn't get it. She's just not good. There's not, there's not a better way to say it. I just she's thought not good. that his charisma, you know, I think online you only see the words and then you see clips of interviews and stuff and you don't really see like, you just think this like, you know, mogul billionaire, like kind of arrogant, all this stuff. And then he comes out and straight up tells us, you know, he's got Asperger's, which I didn't know prior to the show. I don't know if that was that like a well-known thing that I just totally missed myself or, you know, I don't know. I don't think it was like a stretch. I don't, I don't know if it had been like formally announced, but I mean, I, I don't know. I wasn't super surprised, but I will say that it definitely gave me a different look at a different viewpoint on him as far as socially, not, not right. intellectually, not like the things that he's done, but just from a social outlook of like interactions and words and just communication in general, you know? No, for sure. I mean, I think anything like that obviously affects you and, and your output, right? Uh, I mean, that people with Asperger's generally are so incredibly smart, you know, but it's usually geared towards like one thing, right? Like you remember Greta, Thorn- I'm going to mess up her last name. Thornburg uh, but this little, Yeah, her. Yeah. Um, you know, and she has Asperger's, but she like her thing is the, is the climate. Right. And like she got very into that and, and, and still driving that home. Right. Which is great. We need more people like that. Uh, she's able to take it to another level because of her dedication, because of the way that just her mind works. Right. Uh, and I think he is, too. But he's able to do this to such a larger scale of just I don't know if it's intellect. I don't know if it's literally I have to come up with something to make the world better or advance the world. I don't, I don't know if like that's his driving force, but whatever it is, man, I think we all benefit from it. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever it is. We're going to talk, it's, it's crazy. We're going to talk about a lot of the things that he's done and the things that he's doing. Um, so, so we'll, we'll definitely get into that. He, he was just on SNL recently. We had a couple questions from the crowd. We've been doing that a lot recently. Peeps really enjoy, uh, all of these people like giving us questions to go off of. Cause it definitely feeds the conversation. Definitely. Nice. Uh, Sean Bloomfield, Bloom Doom, Cornhole Extraordinaire. Uh, he says, well, I think he's a softball extraordinaire, to be honest. I think he plays softball. 
think that's his thing. Anyways, he says, first off, love the show. You guys keep me entertained while I ride around this warehouse pulling shit off shelves. So that's nice. Appreciate we're, that. we're glad we can do that for you. You're probably doing that right now while you're listening to this. So that's exciting. He says, is Elon just Albert Einstein reincarnated? I like the question. I like where your head's at, but hell no. No. All right. No. Listen, there, there, there are two different, completely different trains of thought, right? With the way that they approach things, especially with Albert Einstein, the physicist, right? I mean, yes, Elon Musk pushes things to a new level. He explores space. Albert Einstein basically invented space. I get that mm, really, but I mean, you know, space. that's, that's, he, you know, that's there. I'll tell you what, there's my hot take. Albert Einstein invented hey, space. Hey, we got conspiracies that, next week. Okay, bro. The hold off <laughs> on that stuff for now. All right. Though, but the way that he explained it and, and really went through space, explaining the space time continuum, right? We're going through that, talking about how time, uh, you know, may not be linear. It may be more spherical and how things will repeat itself, right? There's a lot of things that Albert Einstein was able to theorize and prove from a, from a physics perspective uh, that, I, you know, as great and as smart as Elon Musk is, he's a great, smart, genius man. He's still not Albert Einstein. I, I, get, the, I, I get the vibe. Like he is more of a, hmm, he, he's more of a doer and he's a, a, a more of a collaborator, like, maybe a leader of really smart people. Does that make sense? Like, like Thomas Edison type stuff. Like, I mean, yeah. he's, he's like an inventor, right? He's going to push things to new heights and to another limit. Right. Better than probably Einstein. I mean, you know, nuclear bombs and stuff. I don't know. It's a good question. I like it. I like the it, thought. Yeah, it, de- it definitely is. Uh, I just don't know. It's very different, and that's a very different time as well. Albert, Albert, I, woo, there it is. Einstein was was alive from 1879 to 1955. So we're working with different tools at this point. Like technology's come so much further. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard to, you know, why can't fruit be compared? You know what I'm saying? But it is apples to oranges a little bit, right? <laughs> a little dicky. I feel like Einstein was around in a time because okay, let's let me back up. Let me pose this idea a little bit better. So technology and just intelligence and the things that we know, just, I guess, collective intelligence in the world, we're on like a pretty exponential curve up, right? You know what I'm saying? Like the wheel, fire, you know what I'm saying? Like those things, the printing press, it took a long time to get a very short distance on those things. And now we're at a time where like, I don't... I did not research this as much as I probably should have, but you know, like computer chips and tech, you know, the, the technology of things is, is rapidly increasing at a rate that would have been just insane to think about even a hundred years ago. You know what I'm saying? So oh, it is, it's a thousand fold. I mean, so it, it really is. there's a lot less room. Smaller things are making bigger differences right now. So if he can just put together the pieces of other people on this exponential curve, it's just going to shoot it up even faster to the, to the to the outer realms of space <laughs> that's that's the goal right see what i did there that's the goal yeah i see, I see it i like it um, i like it on that same note matt snyder writes in and says could elon musk have outsmarted stephen hawking in a battle of the wits i feel like people don't appreciate how witty stephen hawking might have been i don't even I mean, know dude, how to answer this question I think Stephen Hawking was a pretty witty dude. I mean, if you go listen to some of his things and some of his comebacks and some of his retorts, uh, they are they are pretty funny. I mean, the dude was he had a kind of a weird sense of humor, but uh, he was a funny guy. But to answer the question directly, yeah, Elon, Elon, Elon was witty. 
Elon's got that wit smart. I, he's yeah, got, that, the, that he's dude, got some fast Twitter fingers, he's man. He's quick. He's very, he's good. very quick. He's, he is, he is very, funny. Very I mean, quick. getting into it with uh, El Presidente, you know what I'm saying? Barstool, uh, yeah. what's his name? Gah, what's his name? The president of Barstool Sports? Yeah, what's his name? I can see his face. Oh, yeah. I watched his deposition a few days ago. Oh, I can't think of his name. Did you one, watch that deposition? That, that one deposition was so hilarious. good. So it good. It is very, very funny. Yeah, we're not feel like an good idiot. This, Dave Portnoy, good lord, there it is. There Dave you go. Portnoy. Um, yeah, so you're saying yes, he could have, or it would have at least. Yeah, it would have made for a really good celebrity death match. Is that what you're saying, dude? Epic that? rap battles of history, right? Yes, there? like yes. I could have seen that. Would have been that would have been quality. That would have been quality. Um, Bloom has another kind of funny question before we go into the serious stuff. He said, "Did the SNL skit? I guess it isn't funny. Did the SNL skit with Elon push Dogecoin to new heights?" It's uh, the exact opposite. In the last day, didn't it tank again or something? It, it's gone down quite a bit. I don't know what it was yesterday. I can tell you, though, day night of SNL or day of SNL, Doge was trading at around 74, 75, you know, cents, if you want to think of it like that. Uh, after his, after he, well, after he kind of went a little bit off cuffed and said it was all a hustle, it dropped down to about 46, 47 cents. So, I mean, it lost 30 Sets basically, right? Think of it that way. Lost was that forty percent roughly of its like value. Yeah. Because of this man making one like offhanded joke. That's power. That's power right there. Well, and then like two days later he comes out and it's like, you know what? Tesla's no longer gonna accept Bitcoin as payment. That didn't go well. Yeah. And that was kind of for a different, you know, reason, but still, you know, that that hurt Bitcoin. And then yeah, yesterday crypto got hurt. Yeah. Crypto went down. Spe- speaking of Tesla, you see a lot more of those cars driving around. A lot more Tesla products are out there. And Zach Huff would like to, to ask the question, is, there, is Tesla the car of the future? So I don't think Tesla is the car of the future. What I do think is it is the start of the future of cars, right? Mm. If you think of it like the, the way that Ford came around, you know, like the Model T and stuff, that started it off. And yeah, Ford's still the big player on the block. Like, let's not, you know, kid ourselves. And Tesla, maybe they will continue to be the big hit on the block. But you can look now, every single major car brand is looking to explore electric vehicles and really develop that technology and go further. I mean, did you see Ford yesterday? Yeah, Ford. the F-150. Yesterday, the F-150. Lightning. That thing is sweet. I haven't looked at it yet. I probably need to do that. I saw all the I saw all the promos and stuff saying it was coming, but I did not, I did not, look, I did not see that yet. And the craziest thing to me about it, so F-150 uh, against a Tesla Model 3, F-150 is cheaper. Oh, wow. Okay. It's under just under 40K for a brand new one. Wow, that's not that's not bad. Wild. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, well, because what it's was the really Tesla not. 3 came out, and that was the affordable one that was like 30000 or something like that, Yeah. right? Yep. Now you got their, their kind of standard models are right around that 45 now. Right. Uh, but, yeah, when the, I mean, that that's the idea is to try to make it affordable for everyone to go that because that's always the thought process. It's yeah. more expensive to kind of get started with an electric vehicle. Yeah, and we're, I feel like we're going to talk about this a good bit throughout the this conversation today of why are people doing it. You, brought, you posed the question already of, like, why does he do the things that he does? Well, he started off – you brought this up today. Where did he get his start? Yeah, so I didn't really think about it uh, when we were talking about him a little bit last week, but PayPal. Like I never, I just, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, that's where he made his first, you know, really good big chunk of change and, and, you know, a billion dollar company that people, that everybody listening has used PayPal in the last year. Yep. Yeah. I definitely have. 
Yeah. It, it's it's kind of the way that it is. It's wild. I mean, he the dude basically ran four separate billion dollar companies at one time. That's insane. And so so he's got all this this money and then he decides and clearly he's an innovator. And he's got the tech side of things and then he decides I'm going to I've got these dreams of you know, interstellar travel. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, and so you have to have money to do that. Right. I mean, I feel like everything that I've read, I did a little bit of research leading up to this today. Um, you know, you said, you posed the question, why is he doing this? I mean, it's a lot of the things we, we, sorry, let me back up. We talk about this a lot on the show. Why do people do things for the money? It's usually always for the money. We, we, it's, we're, maybe it's a cynical outlook, but we usually ask the question, why do you think they did that? And the answer is pretty much always because of the money. That's pretty much always the answer, right? And then you look at a venture like space exploration and you got to think to yourself, like, where's the money in that? And why are we going to spend billions, if not trillions of dollars trying to go to Mars and colonize if what's the return on, on investment there, right? And so you pose the question, why does he want to do it? It's, it's pretty interesting. I think as we go through this, I would just like to think about that that question as we go because it, it should become a little bit more evident as we go. But I mean, yeah, it'll definitely uh, – I mean, just to that exact point from you right there, right? Tesla finally posted its first revenue growth just this past year. Oh, yeah. How long has Tesla been oh, around? wow. I first, actually didn't their know first that. Quarter, their first quarter that they showed profit was this past year. Wow. Okay. S- yeah. SpaceX, obviously, you know, 100%. Like, that's that's got a ways to go before that starts kind of getting an ROI. Right. Uh, PayPal, okay, well, PayPal, good. And then SolarCity. Well, SolarCity doesn't really exist anymore. Tesla kind of, they merged, and, yeah, so it's a little different there. But, I mean, yeah, you think about that. The two His two biggest ones going right now basically are just starting to make any money for him. But, yeah, I mean, just to kind of continue with that SpaceX thought too uh we do have a couple questions coming in from matt snyder uh do you believe that there's life beyond planet earth meaning really just any living organisms of any kind not necessarily green space dudes but also what about those green space alien dudes <laughs> so, so uh, i love not that. really but but what about them though i mean are they real <laughs> i loved that question and i i honestly can't see a, a future i can't see a a positive future without us venturing out i think at some point we have to right i mean with the when you look at the way that our resources are here i I was just getting tapped look you can believe or not believe in global warming or whatever but if you just look at amount of people resource usage i mean we talked about it with c-spiracy a little bit if a logical person looks at this there's ever expanding more people and ever declining resources. We're going to have to find a solution for that at some point, you know, unless there's a, a blip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really dark turn there. It, it is. It is. And we, we got into it a little bit last week. Honestly, we could do that now a little bit more. We, we didn't really get on the immigration side of the Falcon and the winter soldier thing, but, um, you know, the whole Thanos bad guy thing, it's weird how they played on your emotions a little bit because they actually showed the positive side of the things that happened after Thanos's, you know, little snap. You know, people started working together. There were less people. There were more opportunities to get everybody to work. It was a really weird, 
it really kind of made you think a little bit, right? You know? Yep. I mean, what's, what's more important, you know, almost, is it all of mankind or is it you? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think, I think the, the question more so is, is a better quality of life for less people more important or we continue to grow at a massive rate and, and we may suffer the consequences. It's, it's just, that is a very global, so massive question to ask. Quite the conundrum. And yet, at some point, uh, our generations that are v- pretty close to us are going to have to wrestle with that idea, right? You can only grow and expand. I mean, you, you can only grow and expand so far, right? There's only so much Earth. So, and- to answer this question, that was a much larger response, but I absolutely do think that we will have to have life beyond planet Earth uh, if we intend to continue human life as it is concur do you think it'll be on mars or do you think it'll be like a uh a mm. rotating space you know colonization you know hotel? As, as little dicky said uh wait no it wasn't little dicky yeah maybe it was i think mars is gonna be a little side project you know what i'm saying like, yeah it's just why, gonna, why can't it be a little side project i think i think i think mars is just gonna be a little side project for us elon musk is gonna figure it out set it up in like 50 years, I, I want to go into some of the plans and stuff in a little bit, but I definitely think that's a stepping stone. I think that's like a, Hey, can we do this? You know what I'm saying? It's a stretch before the jump as Mr. Posner says. Um, I mean, think about just the SpaceX rocket in general. Like, yeah. The dude has a good approach. He's like, we're never going to be able to do that unless we can continue to have a rocket that we can reuse and reland. And yes. then, so everybody like just laughed him. Like there's, there's just, it's not possible. Engineers said there's zero way. Yeah. And now this dude is like dropping rockets like in Halo, coming We're back doing down it. and just, you know. We're doing like, it. Like no big deal. No big deal. I, I don't want to go into aliens too much because we are quite literally going to talk about all kinds of conspiracies and stuff with Evan next week. But do I think that there are, are living organisms that are out there beyond the planet Earth? 100%. I have literally zero doubt in my mind. Do I think that they're green alien, space alien dudes? Probably not. But is it possible? Maybe. As Kevin Garnett would say, anything is possible. possible. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say, I'm going to reserve the rest of my thoughts on that for now. But yeah, I definitely think there's, I mean, with all of the elements and and all the just matter and stuff that's out there, it would be hard to to imagine that we're alone in this. Again, very, very much a little little dicky, pillow talking. He's... He's making some very good points, you know. Um, <laughs> do you want to? You want to take Snyder's next question too? It's, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, so, will humans ever live on Mars for purposes other than research? Meaning, will quote unquote normal people ever live on Mars, or will it just be a place where humans spend certain periods of time before returning to Earth? I think it depends, you know, my, I don't think you're going to have a vacation home. There's my, lo- <laughs> there's my lawyer answer. It, it depends because yeah, I, in doing my research, I, you know, everybody says, what would it be like? You know what I'm saying? And, uh, Bloom actually also asks, he says, if chosen to colonize Mars, what do you think the first experience of, on the planet would be like? And then I'm going to go ahead and wrap all these together because it's kind of the same answer. But Huff also asked, if for some reason you were chosen to be the first few people to colonize Mars, would you go? Um, So would I go? Uh, I think it would, not right now, 
I'm 31. I'm too, I'm too old to go learn the amount of knowledge that it would take to get, to go up there. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, if this is like, I, I don't think I would be one of the first people, you know what I'm saying? But you were chosen. Oh, if I'm, cho- if you're uh, chosen, yeah, they, they tap you on the shoulder and say, Hey, oh. man. Hmm. Yeah. Different train of thought. It is because I'm at a point in time right now where I want to like start a family and like enjoy life. <laughs> If yeah, I, if I, know. if they got me when I was like 19 or 21, I'm like, yeah, sign me up. Let's go. Let's go. What, what if, what if Kimberly can go with you? What if you had the first baby on Mars? Oh, that would be really cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I mean, Ooh, that'd be tough. So <sighs> I'd go, I'd go, go, go big or go home. Right. For guts. Dude, and, for mean, gu- like, hey, for guts and glory. I'm going to Mars. Let's go. Dude, you're talking about a legacy, like dynamic. I, that's that, that's a, that's a legacy right there. True. Also, um, Evan, I'm going to cut you off before you even get on the podcast next Tuesday, but he always, whenever I say let's go, he always says where, what a, what, a, what a dick move. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now I've started like, whenever I say it around him, I answer the question like, let's go to the championship. I would really like our team to go to the championship, Evan. That's where I would like us to go. Okay. <laughs> Smart ass. Um, all right, let's get back to these questions though. Uh, all right. So what would the first experience on the planet be like? So what do you imagine? Man, honestly, it'd be, I don't know if it's a, it's a mixture between like shock and joy almost like yeah. it's a, it's a, it's an emotional, I don't know if it's something that you could really comprehend. Uh, at the time. I mean, think about like, you know, Buzz Aldrin and those guys like getting to the moon for the first time. Yeah. You know, I, how, what are you, what are you going to say? What are you going to do? Like, you don't know. Uh, and I'm assuming get there. when we're talking about colonizing, I'm assuming we're not the first people ever on Mars, but we're like the people okay, that are coming fair. in to like set up society. You know what I'm saying? I'm assuming, look, in order to do that, there's gotta be like what, 10 people to start and then maybe 25 and then maybe 50 as like things start growing up. So you're thinking, you know, there's some people around you. So I got some people I can talk to, you know? So we're there, we're there to figure out farming. Right. Yeah. We're like Matt Damon, but like, not like with life on the line. Although I guess life is on the line as well. Um, Pete, Pete Holmes has this thing about, uh, (laughs) what his heaven would be like. And he's actually like, he's like, it'd be go through going through excruciating pain, but then having a 10 minute break to talk about it. (laughs) He's like, that would be my heaven. Just talking about talking about all the bad things. So as long as you had people up there, I think the worst case scenario would be you're by yourself, you know? Yeah, I couldn't do that. Like the Matt Damon left behind or what was that? Dude, Mars? I, I do that. What was that called? The Martian? I think it was called the Martian. Martian. Yeah. I could, dude, I like, I have a Ooh. hard time just being alone to eat. Like it, yeah. I didn't go to a, like a movie by myself until I was like 25. Yeah. Cause I just, I, like, I, I gotta, I have to have people. Around. I work. Even in the movie, you're not like I'm, talking I'm, to people. Yeah. And I'm working at home right now and it's even that gets tough. I have some Zoom yep. meetings and stuff every now and then and Teams meetings and stuff, but just sitting here by myself talking to this damn dog all day long, <laughs> <laughs> it gets old. I would definitely be the guy that paints the face on the volleyball, and I call him Wilson. Wilson. I've definitely, I've got a Wilson for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do I think it would, for first experience, well, I, you know, I looked up some stuff. So Mars, the temperature, the average is like negative 76 degrees Fahrenheit as an average. Now in the summer, now in the summer, it goes up as high as 68 degrees Fahrenheit. I did. I'm I'm telling you, I looked all this. Honestly, 
I'm just going to be real. I, I always thought Mars was hotter. You would assume so, but it's further away from the sun. So there's, there's that. So you're getting For some reason. I just thought right. it was hotter. I think it's the red. I think it's the color the red. red. We it's see, the red planet. We That's see exactly red and what. we're thinking heat passion. That's exactly right. <laughs> is that iron? Did you look that up? Is that like iron in the clay or something? Like, what uh, is it? I did not look they that part that? up. Um, so, so here's a, here's a couple things because that one video I was watching was talking about Elon Musk and, and all this kind of stuff, but some considerations, one, there's no atmosphere really there's not a lot going on in the atmosphere we have protection from like cosmic radiation like gamma rays and sun you know all this i'm not a doctor i'm not a scientist i'm gonna say that (laughs) tyler king yes not a doctor not a scientist uh not an astrophysicist or anything like that so there there's stuff that's coming at us from from the the universe that we have protection for on earth mars doesn't have that as much so you're gonna have to have some stronger protection uh, you know, on, in whatever suit you're in habitat, whatever. Also gravity is as third as strong as it is here. So there's gravity, but it's going to be much lighter. Um, there's also dust storms, obviously they're not like in the movies apparently, but like that would be a problem. Um, because you think to your point, solar power, right? Like I'm thinking, how do we get power? We're going to have solar power. That's easy, but you have 40% less of the sun's energy. So you need it's not exact math, but you would assume like 60% more solar pa- panels to get that same amount of energy. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, what if you just use like wind? If they're, if they're having dust storms, true. Problem, why couldn't they use You're, wind? That's, and so much smarter people than us are figuring this stuff out for you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyways, so yeah, there's that. So what would I think it would be like? I'm thinking you're going to be crammed into a pretty small space at first, right? So there's like, you know, either we're above ground and we're in like a bubble or we're in some little tube thingies, you know what I'm saying? Tube city. Are you, are you Yeah. No, that's all all I want to think about. Like, would it, what would it be? Would it, would you be in a bubble or the hamsters underground? What would you do? Well, so I I read some stuff on that too. I would have to be above ground just for the mental health and this mental health part of it. I mean, think about like some of those like doomsday bunkers that people build that are like just huge underground tunnels full of stuff. Like you may not even know you're underground. Uh, that would be hard being underground. Uh, you're on a foreign planet. I don't know. To me, to me, it's different. like a submarine at that point. To me, it's like a submarine. Like I, I, I can without the sun, I'm used to it at this point. Yeah, very true. Um, That's I never it thought would just, about going underground. You know, you know what I'm saying. And then you're gonna have to be in a suit no matter where you go. Um, because there's no, you know, obviously there's no atmosphere. So there's nothing there to breathe. Um, I, you know, I think very long ways away from getting some comfortable, everything's going to be about survival. Right. So like, you know, there's not going to be a lot of comfort, right. You know, I was like, how scared are you to step that first step? Oh yeah. I'd be terrified. So I, I, I saw a lot of stuff about that too, because everything you do, as you know, on a submarine, same kind of deal, but obviously there's a lot of testing that's been gone into that many, how yeah. many, how many thousands of, of submarines have gone underway and to test all of the different variables, right? Well, you're going to be the first person doing this on a foreign planet millions of miles away. I just made that fa- figure up. I have no idea how far it is. <laughs> Sounded good. Just keep uh, going with it. it sounds good. You know what I'm saying? For purposes of this. Um, so anything you do, if you make a mistake or something breaks, it could be your life in an instant, right? Yeah. Look at Chad. Look at Chad and SNL. Chad on Mars. Do that. <laughs> 
Pete Davidson. That one was probably one of my favorites, though. That was that yeah, one was of, really all good. All the chads. I love all the Chad bits. The I haven't Chad really watched all of the Chad bits. I'm going to be honest, but that one was really, really good. That one is good. No, that one's quality. It's qual right there. What's the What's the movie with Schwarzenegger? Where you Total Recall. Total Recall. Yes, that's it. That's, it. that's a great they one. They got the bubble. They, they got, got the bubble, and then they redid that with Colin Farrell and somebody else recently. But uh, that was an interesting movie, and they had like. They had atmosphere that they pumped into the uh, into the ozone and everything. Remember that? So okay, yeah. So here's what we did with uh, like on a submarine, right? We had oxygen generators, like O2 generators, and it was literally to make oxygen underneath the, the water, right? Because there's, only, there's yeah. only so much that you can breathe, and then so much, you know, so many farts that go around enough enclosed mm, tube. Yum. So you have to be able to recycle and do different things. Lovely. Yum. Lovely. Yum lovely. is where you wanted to go with that. Delicious. Mm, I didn't know um, what else to say. <laughs> so we, we take, uh, you know, some different parts. Uh, I, I don't want to go behind how it all works, but we have two of them and we're able to make oxygen, right? You can, so you can make it to a, a, a level where you can breathe. They actually do it. They treat it a lot like Vegas and they pump a little bit more in there to keep you awake. So that since you're only getting like two hours of sleep every 47 hours, you stay awake and you think you're fine when you're really not. That's why I can't sleep today. It's great. Um, but I think like that kind of stuff, we could figure that out. Yeah. That that part I think we're pretty close on. So, there was a there was a very funny idea and concept that was going around online on Twitter, and uh, Elon Musk weighed in and he said, "Nuke Mars." Now let me ex- now let me explain. <laughs> that was my what? that was my first reaction too. I was like, "Wait, wait, say what? What did he say? What is what? Is it?" <laughs> Isn't his whole point right now to try to get there? What does that tw- what does that tweet mean? Could you explain that to me? And it only <laughs> says two words. It says nuke Mars. <laughs> it's like what? So the concept behind this was, and he is poking fun. This is him being funny. But uh, if we sent nuclear warheads to the polar caps, because they've said they've found ice at this point, potentially water underground. We don't know. Um, the whole, in theory, concept was if we nuke both poles then it could break up the ice and it would send a bunch of like gases up into the to the air and it would lower the density and potentially maybe like terraform the planet and start like like (laughs) i know i know i know i know what i know i'm still bad what so so there's like this funny like theoretical thing out there like we could try that yeah that that sounds cool let's just nuke a planet no big deal uh flip side what could also possibly happen fire a nuke (laughs) right so what could well i guess you would just drop them off in one of those handy dandy rockets you got that you're just dropping down there every you know what you know what i'm saying if i got if i had the spacex rocket Yeah. yeah i mean Let's so, so the, then the flip side, they're like, but on the other hand, it could launch so much dust around the planet that it never settles and they're in like a nuclear winter forever. And then we're just done. <laughs> and then that's it. That's it. So yeah, I, I, I watched a lot of videos today. There were a lot of ideas it's, that were thrown out there. <laughs> sounds like you went down a little bit of a rabbit hole here. <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did. I really did. It was that's a lot awesome. of fun. That's funny. That's funny, man. Dude. Mm. That's different. That's something I never would have thought of. Very, very interesting. That's why we're sitting here and not there. Very true. We're very, I mean, at this point, I'm just along for the ride. You know what I'm saying? If they say go, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll be like Chad. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cool, dude. <laughs> Word. Cool. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. No, thank you. Uh, Bye. That sounds, that sounds like Mr. S. 
That so sounds just like Mr. S. Um, I, I saw a lot of stuff about uh, just the plan. I, I didn't real. I didn't know what Elon's like plan was laid out. Have you looked into this at all? No, this I put, is new to me. Put this on our outline a little bit, but you know, apparently Mars and Earth are lined up every two years in our solar system. Okay. So really, we only have like a two-year window. Every two years, we could potentially send something there, launch there, whatever. And then the other year and a half or whatever, it's just too far away and it just doesn't make any sense. So in 2022, I don't know. I think this was a year old, this article I was reading, but um, it said that they were supposed to send the first SpaceX rocket to Mars. And they said that was depending on success and trials and everything and money. Here comes back to our biggest point that I want to end on. Um, that was pretty low, a low probability, but that 2024 was probably going to be more realistic. Um, and then the hope was that by, let me see, ultimately Elon's hope is that by 2050, there is like a, some rudimentary version of colonization. We actually have people there in 30 years or 29, whatever that is. So, um, how we get there, I guess, in incremental steps, you brought it up the rockets. That's the biggest thing is just getting right. stuff there. So like what stuff can we just send up there first so that when people get there, they have stuff to work with, right? Like it's, it's not going to be like a lone ship and then they show up with the ship and they've got everything they need. Like you see that a lot in movies, you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's not going to be like that. So nope. that's kind of his plan. Uh, ultimately now any, any thoughts on that? 29 years would potentially have people like living there as researchers, not, you know, I mean, you look at the space station and stuff like that. I mean, I don't think it's too far fetched. I, I mean, I, I could see it happening in our lifetime. You know, if, if 2050 is roughly the year we're, we're what 60, you know, I mean, I, I mean with modern medicine could, and technology, I'm easily living till one thirty. You know what I'm saying? At least, at least, at least dude, put me on that Walt Disney plan, <laughs> freeze me and wake me up in like 500 years. Let's I want to wake happens. up on some ring out there like Matthew McConaughey. You know what I'm saying? I just want to wake Interstellar. up with September ends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, oh, speaking man. of, before we go into the end here, Interstellar, what'd you think about that? Never watched it. What? Never watched it. Get out of here, Corey. I never watched I'm it. Hanging I didn't up watch on that You're one. gone. I'm going to do the rest of this by yeah. myself. You need, to, you need to go watch that. <laughs> the, okay, so. All right, I can do that. Is it on? What's it on? Is it on anything right now? It's Nolan. It may be on Amazon Prime. I'm not sure. I got I got that. You may have to rent it or something for like three bucks, but dude, it is worth it. For all of you three out bucks. there, if you're enjoying this episode and you're still with us 43 minutes in, then you should, you either have already seen Interstellar or you absolutely should go see it. Matthew McConaughey's in it. And, uh, what's her name? Oh, How, it's on Hulu. Howard. What's her name? Howard, uh, Ron Howard's daughter. I'll tell you in a second. Cause I'm looking at it's Anne Hathaway. Jessica oh no, it's not her. It, oh, wait, it is. Is it both of them? New Casey Affleck is in here. Casey Affleck. That's right. No, it's not. It's not. It's the, Ooh, what's her name? Timothy Chalamet is in here. How from justice, doing? from justice league. <laughs> yeah. Was that her? John, Lithgow I'm getting these people mixed up. It is her. Dude, it yeah, is, no, the two, the two main people it is Ron Howard's daughter. Anne Hathaway and Jessica Chastain. And maybe Mackenzie Foy. I'm getting these female leads mixed up. That's on me. That's on you, bro. Regardless, it's a fantastic movie. And Christopher Nolan basically, he goes into some very, very, very complex theoretical, like, interstellar for lack of a better word ideas in, in scientific 
topics and concepts. It's just crazy that in a three and a half or three hour movie or two and a half hour movie, whatever it is that he can kind of unfold all these ideas and they, and they make sense. If you're following along and you, you got a brain, you know, if you want to use your brain, like Eli <laughs> EB always tells me to do, use your brain, then you can make it make sense. Um, you need to go watch you that. You know, I like those, you know, I like those like more cerebral time bending. Of, dude, listen, you know, I like those, but also you know really, like really good acting as well. It's very, like very right. human stories. Um, dude, I cannot believe you haven't seen that. I think I'm going to go watch it tonight. It. Honestly, I I'm think after go, I'm done I'm with this, I'm going to go watch this. It's, it's on Hulu. It's, it's so good. Hulu, so it's so I'm good. In. We'll watch it. We'll watch it from afar together tonight. All right, so I got one more kind of funny question that I want to end on a serious topic. But Zach Huff, he asks, "What would an, what would a world, any world, populated of clones of yourself look like?" Beautiful. They would look beautiful. It the world That's would it. look beautiful. The world would be beautiful. It'd be a better place. I think mine I mean, would. <laughs> mine would. Such a stupid answer. Such a stupid answer. <laughs> Oh man, uh, mine would have a lot. Mine would have a lot of metal music. Uh, sports would be very important. Uh, very good looking. Very good hair. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Oh, there you go. It would definitely have very good. All hair. right. I have, a, I have a follow up question. We would be. I'm, I'm just. We're off here. The world would be a little bit insecure. You know what I'm saying? But just enough. But also a little bit just enough confident as well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. like it would look really clean on the outside, but there would be certain parts that are kind of messy. You know what I'm saying? Like I let my car get a little messy sometimes, but like for the most Dude, part, mine, mine would have so there'd be such there are too many people with big egos in my world. Like that is, it wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't end well. You, it would not end well. Here's the thing. You, you would have a plan and then you wouldn't stick to the script. You would go off Facts. script. <laughs> Facts. 100%. Like, like within the first hey, wh- two minutes. Why is this building over here not done? Well, cause we were, that was part, that was step A, but then Corey wanted to go off to step C and then we never came back to A and then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but hey, the end product is even better. Okay, so I today, you know, obviously I talked about it. I just got back home uh, last night. Uh, but today I, I did a lot of catch-up appointments uh, that I haven't done in a while. One of them was a dentist. So you just said something about, you know, good hair. So mm-hmm. this made me think of something weird and stupid. Would you rather have good hair and bad teeth or oh. bad teeth? And, or the other way around. Good teeth and bad hair. <sighs> That's hard. <laughs> well, okay. And so you can't, and you, can't, no, no, no. And the caveat is you can't get either one like actually fixed. Like okay, no veneers my, yeah, yeah, and no like yeah, hair plugs. Here's my thing. Do the bad teeth hurt? Because if that's the case, then I'm taking the teeth. Hair, can, who cares? I think that's the right answer. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking the teeth. Now, I the right if answer. I got bad teeth, but they don't hurt at all, I'm taking that hair, baby. <laughs> you t- you t- <laughs> Would you take Will Compton's teeth at Nebraska? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my. Hey, I'm going to do something real fast. We're going to see if this works. We're going to see if he answers. Who are we calling? We're going to see. I want his answer. The Ghostbusters? We'll see. This, this is getting real. Not gonna answer. He's not gonna cut this whole bit. (laughs) It's okay. Well, it's because nobody calls anybody on the phone anymore. It's very true. Not a real thing. He thinks you're prank calling him right now. It's very true. I know. Damn it. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Well, Huff, we tried. If you call me back in the next 16 minutes, we'll do this. Um. All right. So. (laughs) Yeah. 
So a world of clones. That's a funny idea. He texted me that and I immediately started laughing because I thought about all of my quirks times a million, <laughs> times seven billion. You know what I'm saying? Like imagine your Dude, little the, quirks. The amount of hair gel that that planet would go through. I don't think. Hey, I, crew, crew would be one of the biggest corporations <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> I'm investing now. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, oh, that's funny. That would be great if you're motivated. I don't know. I, that wouldn't be good either, though. If only your motivations were the only things that the entire planet had, like nobody to keep that's, you in check. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Dude, the chaos. ego on my planet would not be well. Yeah. It would not go well for anybody. Oh, man. I, I thought that was a great, great question, though. That is. That's a good one. Very, like very fun. Um, all right. So. You, you asked the question at the beginning. This is the thing that went straight to my brain the entire time was money. So how are we paying for it? I did read this. I, I read it once and I listened to it in a video. I don't know how much truth is that is here. I don't know. We'll have to go look this up afterwards and correct ourselves. But the idea uh, that, that was posed uh, by Elon was that he's sending up satellites to create a whole, essentially a Wi-Fi network from like 2022 to 2024 or something like that. And he's sending up 60 internet satellites that are proposed to bring in $22 billion a year annually. And Jeez. that is, and that is a ridiculous amount of money, but, uh, he's basically going to sell Wi-Fi uh, to the planet. And that is going to fund this exploration. Hmm. Thoughts. I mean, I would, I don't doubt him. Um, the dude's invested so much of his own money already. It's about time he probably tries to get some from outside sources. I think I read to start SpaceX, he in, he invested over $100 million of his own money um, yeah. just to kind of do it, and they're still not making like money from it. So you got to kind of figure where is that going to come from. I'm, he could probably cash out right now just with the technology, though, that he's yeah. going to advance with it uh, and just you know release it to you know the U.S. or Russia or whomever. But that, ah, dude, that'd be crazy. You know what kind of like trips me up about this though? Like, I don't know the facts around this, but I don't believe there are a ton of new satellites getting pushed up. So, so if, if you think about the Wi-Fi and stuff we have now, yeah. like old beat up satellites, yeah. think about what these brand new Tesla satellites could do it's for called, us. So it's under the SpaceX uh, umbrella and it's called Starlink sat Satellites. Apparently it's a broadband internet system to meet the needs of consumers across the globe. Um, apparently Starlink is available to a limited number of users per cover, per coverage area at this time. Orders will be fulfilled on a first come first serve basis. They have a really nice website here that I'm scrolling down. That's pretty crazy. Nice. It's very easy to I set will, up. I mean, low latency. I'm going to tell you video like, calls like and that. online gaming. <laughs> Ooh, online ideal, gaming. ideal for rural and remote communities. That's what I was about to say. So the biggest problem yeah. that I have for like the Western North Carolina mm -hmm. constituency is broadband access because yeah. a lot of the people up here in the mountains, you just don't have it, right? I mean, if you don't have that, you pretty much can't survive anymore. I mean, everybody, especially look at this past year. Like if you didn't have a good internet signal, guess what? Your kids didn't go to school. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, like that's, it's, it's a reality that you face now. Are you're we having internet on Mars? Jobs. You're not Are we getting internet dude. on Mars? <laughs> and like, you're talking about like 17G, like way past 5G. So... You would, you would assume that if Musk is the one doing this. Also, aside, here we go. 
one of the funniest things I saw in one of these videos was uh, the people that follow Elon Musk or like his biggest fans are called Musketeers. I thought that I laughed out loud by myself today. That's, I thought that was hysterical. That's awesome. The first he that's, said, he, the guy said Elonites and Musketeers, and I was like, why would you say Elonites? It's Musketeers. That's exactly what it is. No, there's, there will yep. be nothing ever. All right. So apparently he's going to use this these Wi-Fi satellites to pay pay the way. And I saw some of the figures were like obviously hundreds of billions of dollars. So if you're thinking about $22 billion annually, and he's got to get that, he's got to start selling the service, right? So, I mean, yep. Um, but you can imagine how long it would take. Obviously, this is going to be a long process. Um, but it comes back to like, why are you doing it? Because that's $22 billion of his own money that's just going to pump into something that could fail. That's hard, right? Yeah. So, But I mean, I think to your point, though, I don't think he's really doing it for the money. Yes. You know, I think he is, in his mind... You know, with I mean, maybe it's the way that his Asperger's works. I, I do strongly believe that he's doing something that he thinks is going to better mankind. So, now, yeah, he may go about it in a weird way, but I honestly believe that's what he thinks he's doing. Yeah, and I don't disagree with him. So I, I read somewhere that he had an interview where he basically said, you know, a lot of people have a lot of reasons to think about the future in a bleak way. You know, can be just difficult. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We got him. Yo. Yo, what's going on? You're on talking BS. <laughs> oh, what up? I'm trying to <laughs> you, This got real all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm 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 surprising you. This is an actual cold call, but you're getting recorded right now. So I want to know your answer to the question. We answered what would a world of uh, populated of clones of yourself look like? And mine, I said, would have really good hair, and Corey said <laughs> it would be very what did you Basically, say? My ego would, said, uh, would implode upon said, itself. Yeah, he said his ego would implode upon the planet. So well, you you asked that question. What's what's a planet looking like of Huff's? Huff planet. Oh, God, man. Uh, On the spot. Goodness. Um, a planet of Huff's would be very, very competitive. So there would be, I don't know, there would just be a lot of competitiveness and a uh, bunch of Peyton Manning fans. Uh, yeah, fast food <sighs> That's right. and, uh, basketball players. Our, 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 our planets would, uh, would fight each other because it would be Titan planet versus Colt planet. That would be very funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. No, but, uh, man, yeah, dude, it's a, I asked the question because it's, it's just one of those that's just, you know, it's a very deep question. Like, you could get really deep with it if you wanted to, but at that face value, I would say, a planet full of me would be uh, <laughs> awkward jokes, uh, <laughs> introvertness. Very, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know how it will work. Like, I feel like everybody just wouldn't talk to each other until <laughs> a mutual friend, and nobody has mutual friends because everybody's me. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know, dude. It might be a, a lonely world. I, w- I wish you could, I wish you could have I wish you could have heard our our conversation beforehand. But it was the same kind of deal. I was like, you know, our it, all of my isms and and like all of my qualities have no check. All There's the no quirks. one to keep you in check. All your quirks are just like times a million, you know, or times a billion or whatever. So uh, no parents. Oh no, <laughs> no parents. <laughs> I'm a loose cannon. And you're settling you're settling every issue on the basketball court. That's it. 
all right, let's take it outside. Then. <laughs> hey, and listen, if it's Mars, <laughs> yeah, it's only sure. one third the gravity, so it's a dunk contest hey, at that point. So you can't you can't hear Corey, but he said on Mars, it's only one third of the gravity. So you could dunk from forever. You could just ju- you could m- mad hops is what he's saying. <laughs> like in my dreams, man, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I might need to jump on. Uh, I might need to jump on that SpaceX with Elon. And- that's it. You're gonna. We we've been talking. All we've been talking about is Elon and Mars. So you're gonna you're gonna love this one. But I'll let you run, bro. I just thought I'd uh, catch you off guard there. All right. What do they say? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, boys. Yes, sir. See you, dude. Bye. Alrighty. Talking about his call. So money. this interview. Okay. Yeah. So in in this interview, he was asked. You know. Okay. He he. I'm sorry. He said that the future. A lot of people have a lot of reason to look at the future in a bleak way. Kind of like we said at the beginning, right? limited resources, uh, clearly social and economic issues and borders and war and, you know, quality of life. There's a lot of things to get people really scared about the future. He said, looking towards space is something that gets people excited about the future, right? Which that sounds like a great sentiment. And I I hope he believes that in his soul. And uh, I hope everything is being done with that in mind, that idea in mind. But at the same time, it's really easy to say that when you're a billionaire, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Also like true. you, he has the ability to do these things cause he will never want for money. And that's great. We, I think we need people like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that the thing to, to look back at him, you know, when you, when he does make his Buku a bucks though, he invests that money that he gets right back into another company. Right. He, right. he doesn't ever sit still and just like, accept his cash out so yeah he's a billionaire but i don't know what that liquidity really looks like for him you know like i'm sure it's still quite a bit but you know it's it's not it's not probably as much as we would like to think it is uh i mean to to your to your exact point right there right i mean you want to hope for the best in somebody like this that has the opportunity to actually drive us and get us there and the craziest thing about this whole deal is you know we talk about the ripple becoming the wave right This guy is one man who is driving multiple industries to be better, to give us that better earth. So if we can't kind of follow suit and do something on our own desires and passions and and just, you know, to what you've said multiple times, just, you know, do one kind thing for somebody a day. What's wrong with us? What's wrong with us if we can't do that? 